The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Bobby and Jack's Memphis Barbecue Soundstage. <clears throat> located inside the studio 21 podcast cafe it's the pit life barbecue podcast where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that we would normally talk talk around the pit as always i'm joined by messy mike how you doing good pal how are you doing good thank you fantastic fantastic yep nice day out today not too yeah, cold not too cold pretty good yep. had some snow in the morning but hey whatever it's january mm-hmm. in new england it happens oh yeah <clears throat> And we had a good show last week, so... We had a good show last week, so while we're not out the gate like a rodeo right now, mm-hmm. which was great, I, the, the energy Sean brought last week was oh. fantastic. Oh, my God. That was like riding a bull <laughs> for eight seconds. <laughs> you just tried to sit there and hang on. Yeah. And we did, the, we did what... We hung on pretty good. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's full of energy. I loved it. Loved it. Oh, but, just, just the Flame Boss. Oh, the Flame Boss alone. And, I'm, and I looked into that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be a purchase, boy. Oh, 100%. That I, thing I sounds, could tell that had your name written. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Twice. But first thing I want to do is because we were out to shoot so quick last week, I didn't have the opportunity. I'd just like to give a quick shout out and thank Tom Duggan of the Paying Attention Podcast, also done here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Um, he, Tom was celebrating his one-year anniversary of his podcast, okay. and he had uh, invited anybody who does a show here on, so he had me on to, be, to begin the second hour of his show, so we t- chatted for about 15 minutes, you know. I so, still haven't seen it, so it's a surprise. I don't know what I'm, you're waiting I'm for. I'm excited to see it, so. <laughs> you know, but we'd like to say, Tom, thank you very much for having me on. It was great. Um, I started reading the book he gave me. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. From his paper, they do a special on a uh, local veteran. Okay. And he's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So he actually has a, has a book with all the articles. Yeah, profiles. Profiles of all oh, the veterans. Cool. And I guess he's coming out with a volume uh, two rather soon. Right, what's it called? Heroes in Our Midst? Heroes in Our Midst. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Nice. But, yeah, Tom, thank you very much for having us on. I appreciate it. It was a great show, and congratulations on your one year. And I apologize that the star of the show wasn't able to make it that day for this interview. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I pumped your tires pretty good. <laughs> I was selling them on Messy Mike's Barbecue Sauce and where we can get it and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, I appreciate I, it. I took thank care you. of business. Excellent. <laughs> so, today, we decided we are... Uh, going to somewhat revisit Christmas, or at least my Christmas present, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to go through Bill Gillespie's uh, cookbook, The Secrets to Great Charcoal Grilling on the Weber, by Bill Gillespie of uh, Smoking Hogs, mm-hmm. and he has one... And hopefully it's okay that we're yeah, we going kinda, over some recipes, so Bill, if Bill, you're out there... <laughs> sorry, we were, we were planning on messaging you. But uh, we kind of dropped the ball on that. But, uh, yeah, some of these. Ed, can, if we can I mean, turn the, this on the to... Book, the book alone the front um, is phenomenal. 
just the pictures alone of how you prepare your chicken, your competition chicken from, you know, start to finish, whether it's, um, you know, you're, you're scraping the skin off, taking the skin off, scraping it, putting the skin back on to um, dunking it right before um, turning. So, I mean, you'll learn trimming brisket, trimming up competition ribs, um, preparing competition chicken. I mean, just the pictures... You can, you know, you don't even have to read the book. You can just look at the pictures and you'll know exactly what to do. It's that detailed. You know, I think it's a fantastic um, cookbook for any barbecue lover. Oh, and absolutely. We were going, like you said, we were going through this at your house today. And there, there was some stuff. Obviously, I've been looking through it mm -hmm. since, obviously, since Christmas. And there's, there's a few things that, that just jump off the page and go, okay, oh, yeah. you are officially on the to-do list. Yes. Well, one... Can I, can I mention it? Oh, let's go. The one thing that I thought, well, I think we both agreed that jumped off the page was um, grilled lemonade. Grilled lemonade, folks. That's right. We did not misspeak there. Grilled yep. lemonade. Yep. And it's... That's an attention grabber right there. Yeah. And I mean, he... Just quickly, he also gives you... Um, Diagrams on, uh, I believe it's like page 11 or 11 and 12, um, on how to set up your grill for direct cooking, indirect cooking, the, um, you know, the snake method. Um, and, you know, so when you're looking at these recipes, he'll also reference, okay, set the grill up this way. Okay, in parentheses, go to page 11. So go back to page 11, see the setup process of the grill, and all right, now continue back onto the recipe. You know, so it, it's crazy detail. Crazy detail, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, grilled lemonade, um, you know, basically set up your, your grill for direct cooking. Um, you know, you want to have a nice even layer of hot coals on the bottom. <clears throat> and you want to get the temperature up to between 400 and 450. Um, once you get that going, basically you, you cut lemons in halves um, and then dip each half into sugar to coat it. Um, once they're coated in sugar, place them directly onto, um, you know, right over the hot coals and about five to 10 minutes, but it says to check um, after five minutes just to see if they're caramelized because you don't want them burned. You just want the sugar to caramelize on the, on the lemon halves. And that heating it up is going to bring some of the, the natural sugars of the lemon to the forefront too. Yes. Yep. So, yep. yeah, this... <clears throat> And just and also the juices too, so it's going to be, you know, the flavor is going to be crazy. Um, then with the while the lemons are cooking, um, this says you know bring <clears throat> two and a quarter cups of water to a boil and add remaining sugar and mint. Well, I've never had mint in lemonade. I don't know if anybody else I has. I can't had. say I have. I might have had one in a a mojito. A mojito, yeah. you know. Yeah. It put a little lemonade in there with that, but mm -hmm. a, a cocktail of. You know, cocktail with mint I've had. Yes. But not, well, a, not straight lemonade yep. with mint. I'm but not saying I'm opposed to I'm it. Not, no. I won't, no. I'm it's not just saying a, I ain't going to try no, it's it. It's just That's, another layer of flavor. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so remove from the heat. Let's, you know, let's sit about 30 minutes. Strain the syrup that we just made with the water and, and sugar. Um, and basically all you're taking is the grilled lemons and you're squeezing them um it says with the squeezer your hands you can use tongs too um actually i like using the tongs method it's a lot easier i feel you just put the half a lemon in between two tongs and just squeeze yeah um and 
you know, you're going to get the, the grilled flavor in the lemonade. You know, that's basically what you're, what you're doing. Um, I'd probably step it up a notch by, you know, this says add bourbon to it, which I've never, okay. I've never thought to add bourbon to lemonade. I've always lemonade, you know, oh, wait vodka a hold lemonades. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, mm-hmm. you are a 90s degenerate like myself. Okay, probably. Remember, remember back in the early nineties, oh, the Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels Lynchburg lemonade. Lynchburg lemonade. That's exactly yep. what that was. It was okay. Jack Daniels with, with the lemonade. Okay, and they were fantastic. Were they? All right. Oh yeah. See, I'm, I'm like a absolute lemonade guy, or you know, vodka lemonade. Yeah, that's the way I'd go. But hey. I'd have to try the bourbon because that does sound. Yeah, hey, you know what they say: when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yep. And then find the guy that life gave vodka and throw a body. There you go. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that this this grilled lemonade it ju- it just caught my attention. Yeah. In a heartbeat because that's just gonna be. And I mean, that's just gonna be refreshing to begin with. Yep. And lemonade's easy to make too. Yeah. You know, it's simple: water, sugar, done. Water, sugar, lemons. lemon juice. Yeah. That's it. You know, so we might have to try. We might have to try this. Although you really should make a simple syrup from your water and sugars, and sugars. Yeah. just yes. so it all dissolves nicely. And that that it does say to make sure all the sugar is dissolved. Simple syrup's the way to go. Mm-hmm. And simple syrup is just water and sugar. Water and sugar. Yep. Fifty-fifty mix, I believe, if I remember from my my bartending, bartending days. days, New England School of Bartending. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> course if you're using that then there'll be more water to add to the lemonade mix yes the simple syrup's really sweet yep concentrated yeah and thick isn't it i mean yeah yes it has a viscosity to it how do you like that one i like it well you were throwing sound like a motorhead oh no no, you should have heard the one on on the on the uh snack authority they did show about rich crackers covered in fudge and he made the recipe that was on the bag. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I didn't, I didn't kind of dig the, uh, the recipe. I would have. Well, here what was the problem. What did you say it was For, called? First, they, they just crumbled the cookies in the bottom. And I would have put them in a food processor. But you mm-hmm. used the word before food processor. Really? Was, was it pulse? Oh, yeah, you pulse it. Pulse it. Pulse it was it. like, I never heard that. Like you're making I'm like, pulse it. I'm like, what is he talking the about? The word, it it's says right it right on, on the food processor. Pulse. I never use a move. Dude, I just use grind ice for frozen cocktails. Mm-hmm. Dude, you need pulse. a food processor. But Johnny, it wasn't. I am a walking food processor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't a bad recipe. The recipe was good and it yeah. was really simple. But, you know, they used Cool Whip, which I never would have done. But mm-hmm. we were reviewing the recipe, mm-hmm. not my interpretation of it. We all decided we'd eat it. Oh, absolutely. Well, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Well, I, I love Ritz crackers. Oh, Ritz crackers are the best. With peanut butter? Oh. These fudge ones, it was interesting because the, the fudge, it wasn't, you know, such a hard chocolate coating. And there was a little fudginess to it. Mm-hmm. And then on the, the aftertaste, you get a little bit of the salt from the Ritz, the buttery flavor. Ooh. Very good. You ought to seek those out. Limited edition. Limited edition. All right. <clears throat> nice. Oh, yeah. Which one are we going to hit now? What do you think? Let's go with the meatloaf. Little comfort food in the... Yep. In the wintertime yep. goes nice. Yep. And actually, um, I learned this today because when I do my meatloaf um, on the smoker, I always put it in a meatloaf pan. Always. That's what, I mean, you know, growing up, put it in the oven. Oh, that's yeah. What oh I, yeah, yeah. You got <clears throat> the, the loaf pan. Yeah. yeah. But 
Billy, nope. Right on the grate. Says baby. right on the grate. That's it. Yep. Yep. You know, because you're gonna get you're gonna especially if you're doing it on a smoker, mm-hmm. the whole loaf is gonna be engulfed in the smoke. That's what you want. Well, if you have it in a pan, that really second the bottom half of that, you're really not penetrating much. Right. Of smoke flavor. You're really just coating the top, getting the Smoke flavor on the yeah. top, or, or you third. Could, you mm-hmm. could go middle of the road. Some people make a meatloaf on a sheet pan, yep. you know, and just form it. So yeah. if you didn't want to put it right on the grill, that'd still get you more exposure okay. from the smoke. Yep. Oh yeah. And the um, <clears throat> like the recipe that he uses. I'm not. We're not going to go over you know um, measurements and stuff like that. I mean, I really suggest you know people buy the cookbook, um, but. You know, he uses ground beef, ground pork, you know, um, Italian breadcrumbs, an egg, Worcestershire sauce. And, you know, that's that's the um, that's a basic meatloaf recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, my when I was growing up, my mother um, and actually my mother-in-law, too, to this day, um, they put sauce in it, red sauce. So I was at, you know, I asked, why do you put the red sauce in it? And that's what keeps it moist. Well, the mixed red sauce in yep. Yep. before you form. Correct. Okay. So, and Billy does the same thing that I do is um, put a little of your barbecue sauce in. I use Messy Mike's barbecue sauce, but you can use whatever your favorite barbecue sauce is. Um, but it helps keep the flavor, it helps keep the meatloaf moist. Um, plus, the barbecue sauce adds another barbecue flavor. Flavor to it. You know, to it. And then, but you know. Yeah, there's nothing like a good meatloaf, especially in the... Cold, Especially a smoked meatloaf, and then you and you know then you glaze the barbecue sauce on top, and you know let it cook just a little more, and now you got that caramelization of sauce yep. on the top. Oh, it's delicious! Outstanding. Yes, but yeah, like I said, very easy recipes he has. Oh, very here. easy, and it's it's all delicious, and he knows. I mean the pi- you know, I mean, he's he's amazing. I mean the pictures alone are worth a million dollars, you know. And and, and for those listening and watching that aren't familiar with who Bill Gillespie is, I got uh, I got two events for you: the Jack Daniels World Championship Invitational and the American Royal Invitational. He has won both. both. Mm-hmm. So he's got some. He's got cred. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think he's he's actually having a school. Oh, yeah, he's coming cool. up in, in a, you know, just outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, it was, you know, 140 top tens, mm-hmm. 120 uh, overall finishes. Grand champions, reserve grand champions, yep. He was actually on um, not, not too long ago. Um, he was invited uh, by uh, Andy Husbands. So he was a guest pitmaster at the smoke shop um, that Andy Husbands owns. So, you know, for him to get invited... Um, I mean, Tuffy Stone was there, you know, I did think, you I see think t- shortly after him. Speaking of Tuffy Stone, did you see Tuffy Stone? With Robert Duvall. With Robert Duvall. Yep. It was, Tuffy, I'm glad Robert Duvall was excited to meet you. Yes. <laughs> Robert Duvall, I think the quote was, I can check this off my, my bucket, bucket list. list. This is Robert Duvall. His 87th birthday, is he it? had Tuffy Stone come up to the farm in Virginia and cook barbecue for him. And yes, he said, I can now check this off my bucket list. I met Tuffy Stone, which is incredible. He's Robert Duvall. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's yep. 
Jeez. Maybe one day. One day well, we'll get to that someday. status. But someday, someday. <laughs> well, you've already hit that. You know, you go. You know, I'd, I'd really love to do a show with Johnny McGuire. Boom. And your dream came My true. My dream is coming son. true right now. So, so, for, so for the meatloaf, um, basically, um, you know, put your favorite barbecue sauce, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, pepper. Um, he puts Asiago cheese in his, which I found very interesting because Asiago cheese has a very has a great flavor. It I does. love it, and, and I think it would help um, be as a binder as well, kind yeah. of too. You know, um, and you know, puts it um, puts it on the smoker temperatures. You know, adjust the bottom vents so that. To dome temperature is approximately 350, um, and then you know put your wood on the, the charcoal. Um, place the cooking grate on the grill, obviously, so you're not just gonna throw it on the coals. And, and <laughs> folks, all these all these recipes we're giving to you, he is doing on a on a Weber kettle. Everything is on a Weber kettle. So it, he, it's not this elaborate setup smoker nope. or anything. It is the simple Weber kettle that. Is in every hardware store. Yep. You can find them anywhere. Walmart, Target, Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware. Oh yeah. You yep. know what? What? What's right? this? This cookbook is made specifically for the backyard barbecuer. You know, he's not doing anything that. Um, you know, he's not using full logs. He's not using you know um, pellet smokers. He's using chunks where you can buy any you know at any local hardware store or like you said Walmart um, and. Whether it's charcoal briquettes or um, lump, that's all he's using, you know. And it's the way that you set up the the smoker and the different methods um, is what you know gets these uh, products the way that they they turn out, you know. But yeah, um, he he puts the two meats on the on the smoker um, and cooks them for about thirty five to forty minutes. So you know you're looking for. Um, an internal temperature of 145, um, you know, once it reaches 145, brush on the barbecue sauce on top and then, you know, cook until it reaches an internal temperature of 160, 165. Um, that's his, you know, you can brush the meat, the top closer to 160, 165 and there's not let it go as long. Um, or you can go from, you know, 140 to 165 and let it sit on top. And also just like any other recipe, play with it. Oh yeah, make yeah, you make know, it make your own. It I mean, your own. If, you know, you don't like a specific ingredient. Mm -hmm. You know, s substitute it with something that fits your palate. Make it your own and yeah, just I mean, try roll with, with it. Yeah, I mean, try yeah. with because that's know. how mo everything is comes. It's sometimes, trial and error. Yeah. Sometimes for a meatloaf, I like some hot sausage in there instead yeah. of you know just the regular ground pork. Mm -hmm. You know, kick it up a notch. You yes. know, I've seen stuffed meatloafs. You know, with the cheese and sausage in the middle. And well, that's called a. What? That would be called a stuffed meatloaf. Excuse That's me. That would be called. called a fatty. No, because <laughs> a fatty, a fatty is basically a stuffed meatloaf, but it's it's like like bop, bop, like, bop, Bill, bop, bop. like Bill says, it's think of it as a calzone. Instead of using dough, you're using sausage or pork. There you go. Which isn't a meatloaf because meat is beef. Meatloaf yes, but is you beef. can make. We're talking sausage, right? But you hey, can dude, make meatloaf with lamb, with veal, beef, pork, anything. I understand that. As long as there's some meat in the meatloaf. So you could use do a fatty and put a little bit of beef in it. Now it's a, now it's a beef fatty. See, folks, this is what i got to deal with on a regular <laughs> basis. But see, okay, so let's just jump from, so that was the meatloaf. Let's jump to the stuffed sausage fatty. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just waiting for a joke. <laughs> Go waiting ahead. Waiting for a joke. Nope. Okay, we're nope. good. 
So the sausage fatty has become one of is um, very popular on the competition circuit, mm -hmm. and it's yeah, it's becoming very popular in general. Yeah, people like, just like love you said, doing it's fatties. It's like a calzone, but it's all meat, no bread. Mm -hmm. You basically, you know, lay out the sausage. It's rolled, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's sort. What, what's the, what's the Italian dish that's similar? Pancetta. Rolled? Is it pancetta, or is it cantaloni? Is that the Pancetta is like so the beef with yeah, and you roll it. And yep, pancetta or porchetta. Porchetta, porchetta yeah. Porchetta. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because he says basically, um, put the put your um, pork mixture in a plastic bag. Yeah. And then flatten it out that way. And it's a mixture of um, Italian sausage and breakfast sausage. Mm -hmm. You know, put it in a gallon bag, flatten it out, spreading it. I think the breakfast sausage is money. Oh, absolutely, because oh, it just has definitely. that extra spice to it yep. that's just, mm -hmm. you know, everyone loves. Oh, yeah. You know. It'll bring you back to biscuits and gravy. Oh, <laughs> boy. I love when he talks dirty. And All right, the, go ahead, fatty. I mean, the, talk about the fatty. The other, um, <laughs> the other technique for, you know, flattening it out is you could use a sheet pan mm -hmm. and put it in there and then just press it down. Yeah, press the pan or down. take another sheet pan. Yep, and press it. Yep. I know uh, Mr. Jonathan does that when he makes uh, his uh, White Castle knockoff burgers. He actually makes. He was just it, telling me about that. Oh. Yeah, a big sheet of it, and yep. then cuts it into the squares. Delicious. Yeah, we might have to actually do a segment on his Mr. Jonathan's White Castle burgers because, from what he was oh, saying, yeah, you can fantastic. feed a crowd and they're fantastic. He still wants to know we're having them on. All right. You know, every, every shed night, once we have once a month, you know. When are you having me on the show? Well, right, we'll you get, maybe, show? maybe you could adapt that to doing the smoker, for example, mm -hmm. the White Castle yeah. Mr. Jonathan recipe. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. serve it here if you don't mind. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Absolutely. So the stuffed sausage fatty basically consists of breakfast sausage, Italian sausage, um, smoking hogs, smoky applewood dry rub, or you can use a rub of your preference. Mm -hmm. Um Package of cream cheese, diced jalapenos, um, bar barbecue sauce, and he uses one chunk of fruit wood, mm -hmm. which is optional. So you can use an apple wood, cherry wood, if you choose to get a little smoke flavor in there. Yes. You know, because like I said, it's not a regular smoker. It's right on the kettle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you ro roll the whole thing. So you, you season the surface. With the dry rug, break the cream cheese into half-inch pieces, place it onto the sausage, and add the jalapenos. Then you basically just roll it up into a log. Nice and tight. Nice and tight. Set up your grill for a two-zone cooking. And, um, and to roll it, too, um, might be easier to, to lay out some saran wrap. Put the, your flat um, beef mixture or pork mixture on, on saran wrap. When you when you put the cheese and stuff in it, mm -hmm. now you have the saran wrap to to roll it to tight. To roll it, yep. Yeah, and then nice. you can get it nice and tight. Very good idea. Great idea. And you you want your dome temperature to be about three fifty to three seventy five. And uh, you know make make your adjustments with the dome to get to whatever which whatever temperature you really love to use. Mm -hmm. You know, move the fatty from the fridge, place onto the cooking grate. On the cool side of the grill, so you're going a little. You need a hot and a, and a cold side, yeah. Indirect. Yep. Cooking yep. with there. And you also want to put the fatty in the refrigerator to let it sit, um, to kind of set up, up and firm bit. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
and place the cover on the grill with the vents over the cool side, cooking for about 30 minutes, remove the lid, turn the fatty 180 degrees, cover and cook for additional 30 minutes, brush with simple barbecue sauce, and cook until the internal temperature reaches about 150 degrees. Mm -hmm. So it's going to approximately take you a half hour to an hour. And it looks absolutely delightful. Oh, yeah. Show the... Throw that on out there. Hold the line. Holding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that just looks like a fatty. That's a fatty. That's a fatty right there. Not the one that's in your mouth. You know, it it strikes me this book sounds perfect for somebody who's just getting into smoke. Because, you know, it's for this specific device, which is not... Terribly expensive as smokers. No, though. you can uh, you can find them. You can find it off season. What what what's a Weber kettle? Oh, seventy five well, bucks. Facebook Marketplace. You Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, they, right. they're all over bucks. there. And, and he's got the recipes just tuned exactly for, for that. the kettle. Yes. You know. Yep. Yeah, and it seems but, like he does a lot of stuff hot and fast. Yeah. You know, um, and and a lot of competition um, cookers. Seem to be, um, that's what their method, you know, preference is, hot and fast. No, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if it's just because, you know, time management. Um, but, I mean, a lot of this stuff is you're not going to sit there and, oh, i got to check this overnight. You know, i got to stay up all night to do this. A lot of the stuff is, you know, hour, couple hours, couple minutes, and you're eating. He also has a dessert section into this. Yeah. And there was one that really stuck out. Like I said, this whole book, stuff is just jumping off the pages at me. Mm -hmm. Ed, have you ever heard of a bacon weave s'more? I have not. I've I've heard of the elements of that, bacon weave and s'more. Tell tell me more. Tell me s'more. Oh, look whose attention we got. (laughs) Here's the word s'more, huh? Hey, you, Blondie. Yeah. Here's more and she comes running. Um, two put, you need uh, two pounds of ba- sliced bacon and then half them. Mm-hmm. Um, brown sugar, two chocolate bars, 16 large marshmallows, and four long skewers so you don't burn the hell out of your hand. Mm-hmm. And basically set up the grill two zone with lump charcoal so you can get that feeling and the flavor of cooking a s'more over a campfire. Uh, you'll be heating the dome temperature up to 400 degrees, proper vent adjustments. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, mm-hmm. make the bacon weave, lay out three halves of the bacon next to each other, lift one end of the middle bacon slice and place would, the fourth bacon there. Yes, I would. Do you I would, have an easier way? Yes, I would. Oh, um, you got my attention. Well, no, I would, I would look that up. You know, for you to... to Describe it. Um, it's not going to make sense to a lot of people. That's just a Boston um, accent, you know. <laughs> so I mean, look up a bacon weave. Um, yeah. There's a there's a beautiful um, step by step process in in the cookbook. Um, and I'm sure there's YouTube videos. Correct. Where you can oh, see yeah. somebody correct. and how they're doing. But it's it. like yeah, oh, yeah, it's like weaving ba- a basket, you know. Well, bacon and s'mores. It's like oh my god. Well, bacon, chocolate, and marshmallow. I mean, just. The saltiness, the chocolate, the marshmallow, yeah. the, the bacon. <laughs> Salt, I mean, sweet, savory. Yeah. It's got everything rolled into one. Yep. 
But yeah, folks, that was that was just a couple in this book. Like I said, the the secrets to great charcoal grilling on the Weber by Bill Gillespie. Um, Wait, one one more. I got to get to this. Um, it, I'm not going to describe it, but I'm just going to mention it. Okay. So um, back a couple of shows ago, I did the um, onion, the mm-hmm. you know the French onion soup thing in the tinfoil. Um, Billy's got a great uh, tinfoil stew that. Almost, it's basically the same idea. You know, you put your beef, you put your vegetables in, um, you know, some um, seasonings and and liquid. Um, You know, you can get the book and figure out what the other stuff is. But you put in a foil pack, um, and then you just throw it right on the charcoal. So if you were camping, you know, and you were just sitting by a fire, you just throw these right in the fire, and they're going to cook. They they, they become little um, crock pots, slow cookers. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like beef stew. Yeah. Yep. Throw them right, right there, right, on, right onto the coals. You mm-hmm. can. Yep. And a lot of people, um, uh, Doug Burnett out of um, Michigan, he's a uh, great barbecue, um, you know, friend. And uh, when he does, sometimes, you know, if there's no room on the smoker um, and he'll do like steaks, sometimes he'll put them right on the, fu- on the firebox coals. Mm. Sear it that way and then set it off, you know, on the cooler side of oh, the yeah. smoker and just let it finish nice but yeah oh, yeah you can do a lot with just open you know open flame charcoal so it's just living and learning every day within the barbecue world yep you know yep and uh next week we'll yes. have uh next dan wright week. from wright's barbecue company wright barbecue company out of alabama um he's got a peach chipotle barbecue sauce and an all-purpose seasoning as well as a um a beef blend that just came out just came out recently just yep. before the holidays so we'll be I- talking with him which will be nice to have. Dan's a great guy. Yes, fantastic. And he's a um, he's a local firefighter in Alabama, so that's yeah. awesome. And um, oh, what was the other part? I I'm dying to ask him how we came up with the the peach chipotle combination because it is out of this world. Oh yeah, it really it's fantastic. is. Yep. So yes, we have Dan Wright is joining us lad next week. Very excited mm-hmm. about that. Via but Skype, he won't be here Skype. on the show via Skype. But we'll start. You never know. He'll be up at some point for business, possibly. Oh, definitely. You know, always has the open invitation. Yep. Um, Well, that's it this week, folks. Once again, we'd like to thank Bobby and Jack's Memphis Barbecue for helping us bring this to you every week. If you're in the uh, Tewksbury, Tewksbury area, go check them out. Check them out. They're located at 1777 Main Street, Tewksbury, Mass., uh, right on Route 38. Wings are phenomenal. The wings are phenomenal. Wings are phenomenal. Yep. Yep. So, Bobby and Jax, thank you very much. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and comments to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, find us on Facebook, YouTube, at uh, pitlifebarbecue and pitlifebarbecuepodcast. Can't catch us live? Find us on iTunes and other podcast carriers. Um, actually, you have... a. Yep. Where they can find us else. Yeah, and if you want to hear this episode again or any other old episodes, uh, if you want to share them with a friend who might be interested, send them to unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. That's unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. You can find this podcast and the vodcast, which is video on demand, in case they want to watch it. Find this episode and all previous episodes on unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Please subscribe and share. Share is more importantly. Yep. We appreciate Shares it. Share love. We got a lot of shares last week, so let's keep it going, guys. But until next week, keep the smoke rolling.
views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.